We have Philly Zone joining me here on the show today. It goes by the name of G War. G War, what's going on? Welcome to the show of Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Slide 265, iHeartRadio. How's it going, man? What's going on, man? Appreciate you having me on, Max. Of course, Appreciate man. Just chilling. How's your day going? How's everything going musically right now for you? What's new? You know, same old shit. The grind don't stop, man. Uh, whether it be music or out here doing business, whatever the case may be, grind don't stop. Same old shit. Got to keep things moving, but. I know I ain't got to tell you that. You a hustler yourself. Yeah, man. Hey, you got to keep going no matter what, no matter what time of day it is, the day of the week, no matter if you're going through your struggles, the highs, lows, just got to keep pushing through. So tell me, man, tell me about your early life of growing up in Philly and just making it through in this hip-hop career. Okay. Well, straight. First off, I was born in uh, North, pretty much mansion on Napa Street, raised in West, Overbrook. I'm a Northwest nigga. <laughs> Not too many like me. Yeah, I mean, growing up, same story as you know I mean, as most people. You in Philly, it's crazy in Philly. I ain't got to, you know what I mean, everybody know about Philly. It's crazy in Philly, shootings, everything. Yeah, you know I mean, family doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I get sucked into a little bit of, you know, what I mean, fall into that trap a little bit of hustling or whatnot. Um, but in the midst of everything and all the craziness that's going on, the one bright light that I do have in my life is music. You know what I mean? And uh, everybody know, if you don't know, you know what I mean, if you haven't been learning, when you find your, your your blessing in life, you're supposed to ride with it. You're supposed to stick to it and shine with it. And my blessing was music. Since the first time I ever wrote anything, any rhyme, whatever the case may be, the very first time I wrote something, I was in elementary school and my teacher read it and she should have probably had all type of curses and this, that, and the thirds. And she should have probably told my parents about it, but she was actually like, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, from then on, I kept going. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's only natural. Did you go to private school or you went to public school? Oh, no, I've been, I, I went to public school. You went to public, that's probably why, because when I, I went to private, they probably would have, they would have yeah. sent you to a priest to have your sins absolved. <laughs> All type of crazy shit on that paper, man. Yeah. She was like, this is actually pretty good. You should apply yourself more to just poetry. So, yeah. No, it definitely is. But when did you start hitting the studio scene? The studio To start scene. recording. So the very first time I recorded, I think I recorded like a lot of people on a um, little radio. The radio that had a little mic on. A lot of people had them boom boxes that had the, little, the mic attached into it. It was like into it. You All you had to do was press record and talk into the damn radio or whatever. So I had, uh, I had the music playing on the side of it. And I recorded that and started recording like that. And that was the very first tape I did. And after that, my cousin heard it. He was like, yo, this is hot, but this quality is trash. Nigga, you got go to <laughs> go to the studio. So the very first time um, I've been to, I went to the studio was, uh, it was actually in a home, my homie, he had a studio in his basement. Everything set up. His pop was a producer and uh, pretty much, pianist for a lot of big acts like the roots and different okay. places. I mean he was open enough for a lot of places. So his pop had a studio in the basement. I paid him some bread to go in there for my little job I was working at that point in time and I started recording from there. And from there it got bigger and bigger studios. Sigma Sounds, Dougie Fresh Studios and I've been to studios all over the goddamn place, man. Especially in Philly. When you were growing up, do you remember some of these acts and seeing them around in Philly, such as The Roots and even Beanie Siegel? Do you remember seeing these guys? 
Oh yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, man, hell yeah. Um, Philly is Philly is known for the spitters. Philly is known for the spitters, and mainly because we had a crazy, crazy DVD era where everybody was just rapping their minds out, man. Niggas know Philly is known for the spitters, so I grew up in that era where you be walking and you might see a crowd of people, and a random dude got a camera and it's just niggas rapping. <laughs> they shooting the DVD or whatever. The same way Meek Mill came up, you know what I mean? Why we feel like that nigga's our cousins. Everybody in Philly feel like Meek is their cousin because we seen this nigga grow up with them DVDs. So it was always around, always, always around. You always seen these rappers and spitters, whether they be people you know, you cool with. Like uh, I grew up around, like uh, some a lot of people know Cicero. He was signed to Black Wall Street with the game. Uh, all types of people that just come up in Philly and you just see all this rap and the spinners. Yeah. That's Do you feel as though that Philly is underrated and it doesn't get the credit that's due? You have some big acts out there like Meek Mills really put it on for you guys and we look at the history of it. But at the end of the day, do you think it gets the same love and praise such as Atlanta and New York? That's a actually, that's a good question, Max. That's a good-ass question. The, the crazy part about that question is Niggas know Philly is known for time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is not like this is not like something that nobody knows. They know how much talent comes from Philly. The crazy thing is we just don't get the praise for it. They know how much talent they have. Hell, Hove signed the whole Philly. He got he started his, his <laughs> freeway. Label. He signed the whole Philly. They know it's talent here. We just don't get the credit on crazy. Why, Max? I honestly do not know. Because it's some super crazy talented people that came out of Philly, man. Yeah. When you look even back at the early legends, Will Smith, Jazzy Jeff, do you think there's some type of blackballing? I know sometimes like when people say there's artists not getting on in a certain city somewhere, do you think it has something to do with some type of blackballing? Um, blackballing in the city. I think so. I think it's a little bit of a crabs in the barrel mentality a lot of times. Because I'm not going to put no names out there, but I've heard a lot of stories of uh, bigger artists from Philly grabbing and pulling each other back down, not letting each other get forward, vice versa, and all that type of stuff. A lot of times, for anybody from Philly that have to blow up, they got to leave Philly most of the time. They got to leave Philly and get popping somewhere else, and then everything, the traction start coming and everything like that. Meek said himself, for the most part, he started popping out like Delaware and Atlanta, when he had in my bag started popping all crazy, it started from somewhere else. He had to, he had to support a little bit from the mixtape DVDs, but for the most part, his career started boosting when he, you know, I mean, started promoting his music outside of Philly. It's crazy, but this little area is so grimy and gritty, it's hard to make it out. You got to leave and then come back. Have you considered leaving Philly, or have you left Philly to get things oh, yeah. started? Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Shout out to my man, just Slay. You know what I mean, best broken entertainment. I'm back and forth. You know what I mean, with him, I'm really trying to plant my seeds out in New York and move around from there. You know what I mean? Because everybody go through New York, no matter who it is, they got to come through New York. It's crazy, crazy, um, crazy labels and everything outside of New York. But for the most part, everybody where all the checks come from, all the checks get rich come from come from New York. All the checks is coming from New York. They come from New York and come down. So I'm moving them maneuvering around uh, New York right now, for the most part, I really love Harlem. Harlem showed me a lot of love. Yeah, Harlem's got some real hip-hop artists out there. I know Dave yeah. East is one of the realists out there. And I and you bring up an interesting point about Philly. I feel like Philly's kind of held it down in the music era because New York, you still have your 
real hip hop spitters out there, but Philly's always kind of kept it real and have hasn't changed up the sound much. Whereas when you listen to New York hip hop stations, they're not rapping like they used to be back in the day. They pay attention to the drill artists. The trap sound is taking over in New York. So Philly's kind of always held it down from that perspective. Yeah, we've always had all different type of flavors. Everybody's always kind of gravitated and did their own little individual thing. And uh, for the most part, if you sounded like somebody else or you really copying somebody else's flow or style, that shit is frowned upon. We don't really do that in Philly. Um, everybody is pretty much their own individual person or whatever. But for the most part, you know what I mean, since the South took over, you got a lot of auto tools. <laughs> <laughs> like, so everybody sounds like it ain't even just, it ain't even just New York. Everybody is kind of like trying to ride someone else's wave. There ain't a lot of artists really making their own wave, man. Everybody got their surfboards and just hopped in the ocean and surfing other people's waves, man. When did you get your taste of the music industry and networking and realizing that this industry is a tough business and you had to really grind out to make a name for yourself? Man, immediately. <laughs> immediately, <laughs> bro. Immediately. It's crazy. These niggas in the industry, they make promises, something crazy, but most of them don't, they can't keep them. Most of them can't, it's, it's, it's crazy. This industry is super crazy. It's, it's a lot of snakes out here, man. Oh, so yeah. you, gotta, you really got to know who you keep who your circles is. And when you actually do find somebody in the industry that's 100, you stick by them. You know what I mean? That's, that's doing their thing and they really stand by it. That's 100. Shout out to L. Nice. He's one of them people. Man. Yeah, shout out to L. Nice. No, he definitely is. He's always paying attention to the upcoming talent. And he's always telling me about upcoming artists like such as yourself. And, and that's why yeah. I put you on my platform because he's he's got a good ear for what's going on out there up and coming. He, he's one of the real ones. It's 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 tough to find one, but L. Nice is definitely a diamond in the rough when it comes to that. Facts, man. Facts. It's definitely tough. This industry is is crazy, man. I actually shot a video uh, with a guy who's, who said he was a videographer, whatever the case may be. Gave him the money. We shot all crazy at the live camera and everything. I To this day, I've never got that video, bro. And you paid for it? I paid for it. Oh, man. And I paid for it. He's, uh, he got his, but it, it, for the most part, it should, it's grimy out here, man. You gotta really, you gotta really know who you, who you, who you dealing with in this music industry. It's crazy. Yep. Very Time vicious. to get the bats out. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Oh, forget that. But would you say that was the worst thing that's happened to you this far in making in the industry and someone not keeping a promise? Yeah, for the most part, that's that's the worst thing that's happened. I, I pretty much stay to myself, and um, the people that actually are brought to me or the people I meet are from mutual real people for the most part so i'm very i maneuver very cautiously for the most part my circle i got a, a circle of people that I, I run with circle of people i trust in this music industry and when they say yo, you fuck with this person or yo this fuck with this person i know for a fact then yeah i mean they real if you got one real person vouching for you then you got to be real exactly yeah man what would you say and what you go about things in the industry getting to know somebody, how do you know that you can trust them? What's a quality you notice about a person in which you can establish a trusting bond? Uh, that's the same as anything in life. You go by what they actions. You go by their actions, what they doing, not what they saying. So if somebody, people can, people want to talk all day, all day long. That's whether, that's, that's any industry. People going to talk all day long, tell you about what they do this, they do that, they do that. It's about action. Let me see these actions in play. 
I need to see some action in play before I do anything. I need to see your track record, big fella. <laughs> I need to see your track record. What have you done? You know what I mean? A lot of everybody gonna tell you they did this, that, and the third. They help niggas gonna tell you they they found Jay-Z. You just like, come on, man. Like, show me, you know what I mean. How hoes say, okay, well, make another hole. Exactly. You know what I mean, but yeah, you gotta be cautious. I feel like social media has made it more difficult nowadays to tell who's authentic and who isn't. But at the same time, there are the real ones out there. And I feel as though the ones that don't have blue checks are the real ones sometimes because there's so many people out there just buying those blue checks on Instagram, all these Insta famous people that come out of nowhere you never heard of. Facts, man. Fuck not having the checks. I mean, the motherfuckers with the checks too. They just as vicious out here. They got people running... And they, they Instagrams or whatever the case may be, and they scamming niggas too. I could definitely tell you some stories about that shit. That shit is crazy. They out here. Oh, like ones that probably have reached out to you and like, I'll put you on my mixtape, stuff like that. Yeah, I've heard plenty of stories about that. That shit is crazy, bro. I don't trust neither Ned, not a soul when they come on the (laughs) ground, man, for the most part. You get, but for the most part, you can generally feel who's actually, who's actually, who's actually real and who's not. You can, typically fill that out. If they come off the rip asking you for money, them niggas is fraudulent. Kick them to the side, for real. You can get caught real fast. Has there been any artists that have reached out to you in the DM that's actually been a surprise to you and forming some sort of bond or someone that you met throughout the way through networking or performance somewhere that you that's known throughout the industry in which it's, you've been able to keep it 100 with them? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so my previous project that I did, a whole album, um, I met Lights, you know what I mean? Shout out Lights. Niggas know Lights, you know what I mean? Slug Life. I met Lights through Instagram. He was super real, super holding it down for Philly. I met Drama, Drama B2R, you know what I mean? Super holding it down for Philly. I met him on Instagram, you know what I mean? I met uh, that boy Skeet out Vegas. You know I mean, I posted something about about his music because I randomly ran across it on World Star Hip Hop. He reposted it, and you know what I mean, showed me love, and I was like, "This that's dope." You know what I mean, we should definitely do something together. We did something together. Um, shout out to Santos, met him through the you know what I mean the gram and, and 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 mutual friends out in Philly. It's definitely some some real ones that you can meet and link with through the gram. You know what I mean, and uh, another example is that is my homie. Uh, Leases. So he's is a young boy from Brazil. He actually kept reaching out to me, reaching out to me because he he makes beats, and he wanted me to hop on his beats. And generally, I'm just like, man, I don't. I got a certain amount. I got certain people I work with. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got a circle of people I could trust, and I know that's gonna roll. But he like kind of stuck me down, and I was just like, all right, fine, man. Let me hear some of these beats. And he played me some beats, and I was just like, all right, I'm mad. Fuck with you. Yeah, you know I mean, so. This new EP that I just dropped, Smoke Talk, he did most of the tracks on it. Him and you know what I mean, Bring, Go for the Kill, two producers on there, and the beats are crazy. Make sure y'all check out that EP, Smoke Talk. Smoke Talk, make sure you go check that out. August 12th, it just released, so it's only a couple weeks old, not even. So go yeah. check that out. Brand new. And the, the last one was the last introduction. That was just a, you, your statement of saying, This is the last time I introduce myself because you're going to know who I am. Has there been any labels that you've been in contact with at all for any distribution type of stuff? Well, right now, um, I have a distribution deal with EQ. You know, everybody knows, a lot of people know EQ. Rock Nation. Rock Nation and all that, yeah. Right now, I'm I'm dealing with EQ distribution. 
Um, I'm looking at Empire. I'm looking. I'm, I, we 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 gonna we gonna work some things out. Right now, I'm letting my my manager shout out Slay. He handling all that. I'm just <laughs> broken the game. But we 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 looking at some stuff, man. We building. Yeah. Tell me about finding your manager because it's always important to to find the right manager in this game and make sure that they're leading you on the on you're on the same page. Yeah. Uh. So damn, that's a that's another one. That's another crazy thing. I actually, I actually found Slay through Instagram. Through Instagram, I found Slay through Instagram. So I was seeing him on Instagram. He popping all crazy. Like, cause like I said, my manager is from Harlem. He's from New York. So I'm back and forth there. So I seen him on Instagram. He doing this. He doing that. And I reached out to him like, yo, you know, how you doing? You know what I mean, I reached out to him like, I see you doing your thing. Salute. This that and the third, yada, 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 and real recognized real. And we got to busting it up and chopping it up. And that's how we started fucking with each other. We started rocking with each other. And he's like, yo, you got to come to New York. I know how it is in Philly, you know I mean? Because he helped PNB Rock get put on as well. He helped, you know I mean, bring him out on a couple stages and shit like that. He was like, yo, you got to get out of Philly, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's what I was telling you, you need to come travel around. New York is definitely where it's at. Definitely a lot of eyeballs out here. So that's exactly how I got up with my manager Slay. No, that, that, that's definitely an interesting story and how you guys got, especially through Instagram. It's always crazy to hear how, you know, you just meet you know, someone you probably never met in person. You meet on Instagram and they eventually being someone that you're locked in with, with your team. Yeah, he, he moved around a lot, though. So he was in Philly a lot, too, doing a lot of things. So I I definitely spoke to other people and checked him out. Yeah, I mean, like, yo, you, I see you. you fun. Oh, yeah, he's solid. He's solid. He rock with him. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, so he's definitely moving around, too, constantly. Definitely. And moving and moving into New York and networking, especially I know you're close to people in Harlem. Do you think that the hate between New York and Philadelphia comes from just the sports side of things? <laughs> <laughs> definitely, because definitely they just mad because they stuck with them bum ass Knicks. That's what's, what's going on. <laughs> That's what's going on. That's the definitely hate. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a Knicks fan, so I, I can understand, you know. But I'm I'm distancing myself. Sorry for you, brother. I'm distancing myself from him this year. I just can't. I need to. St- I said it last night on my show because I had a Knicks fan on last night, and I just said I got to distance myself just for my own mental health. I yeah. can't take it anymore. You know, the the the, the draft class every year, awful. <laughs> I I don't know if you've seen the wire, but <laughs> that line that Weebay says the Knicks fucked up the draft again. That's been the same thing ever since. Well, and that show was what two thousand four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. There'll be a lot of drama. I I'm not even gonna say and, and and talk shit like the Sixers is the greatest team in the world because we definitely got a bunch of fucking drama to happen. But we Trust do the process. Good. At, least we, at least we making a fucking playoffs. You know I mean, at least we get something to root for, some type of hope, glimmer of hope. I feel sorry for y'all Knicks fans. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, it's horrible. Trust the process. At least you, you don't have Ben Simmons anymore. I, I just don't think he wants to play basketball. You guys shipped him to the Nets, but I don't think this guy wants to play basketball anymore. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, I've been screaming, we should trade this dude for like three to four years now. Before it even started, all this craziness stopped. Ben yelling, we need to trade him. He's clearly not getting better. He clearly doesn't have the work, work ethic. It, it, over the last five years of him being in, in the league, he hasn't gotten better at all. No, at all. Like I didn't see any type. But he's already he's a he's a good player. He's a great player, but he has no type of work ethic. You know what I mean, if you don't have no work ethic in a league full of superstars, you're not going nowhere. No. So I, we should we should have been trading him. We they waited to the last worst possible situation of him fucking up all crazy to do it. We should have been trading him. 
How about James Harden disappearing in the playoffs this year for you guys? He just, <laughs> I thought that was going to catapult the team. No, it didn't. But his performance with the Nets this year just continued on right into Philly. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. I've never been a James Harden fan. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a James Harden fan. But he in Philly now, so we rocking with him. And, you know I mean, you know Philly will dig his ass. He, he, he can't come there and slouch. He already know that. You see, he putting in that work. He already fighting with the fans because he ain't doing what you know, we we don't play that shit in Philly. We digging your ass. You better get on this floor and produce, nigga. So we he he, he gonna come back with Avengers next year because he I know he feel that heat. I know he feel that heat in Philly when he in the city. He gonna come back. And shout out to Tyrese Maxey too. That's our boy. You know what I mean, Maxey is everything we wanted Ben nut ass to be. Yeah, now he's gone in Brooklyn. Yeah, good riddance. Good riddance yeah. for you guys. Are are you an Eagles fan too? Being from Philly. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. How you feeling all, about Hurts? All, all, all Philly, Philly teams. I'm a fan of all Philly teams, man. The Phillies, the, the Flyers. The Phillies, the Flyers, the Eagles, all the Union, all of them, man. But um, what'd you say? Oh, Hurts. Uh, how you he feeling about Hurts? Cool. He's gonna be cool. He's a leader. He's gonna be cool. He's a leader. He's not super, super talented as say uh, a Carson Wentz. But he's smarter than Carson Wentz. That's Carson Wentz's major flaw. He's not. He try. He he. Carson Wentz. I don't feel like Carson Wentz has that smarts of like a Tom Brady of a Peyton Manning. He no. has the arm strength. He definitely has the arm strength, but he don't have that smarts. No. And, and, and we saw that when he was playing with the Colts this year, and he just threw all those interceptions against the Jaguar. Bl- blew the team. He, he blew the playoffs. He don't have that smarts. If he if he had if he had the the intelligence that that IQ. That football IQ of a, of a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady or a Russell Wilson, for that matter. Exactly. He'd be, he'd be awesome. It's just that he got the talent. But yeah, um, we I'm not even gonna hold you. The Eagles are kind of cursed right now. My homies don't like me saying that. We kind of cursed right now because they fired the only coach that got us a fucking Super Bowl. So I don't even really want to talk about that. Yeah, no, well, that's. Yeah, I don't know why you guys fired him because he, he got your Super Bowl and, and people will never give credit. They're always going to give credit to Carson Wentz for that Super Bowl too. And Nick Foles came in, won all the playoff games and beat Brady. And how about he even caught a touchdown pass? No one's ever yeah. going to credit Nick Foles for that. Oh, no, we love Nick Foles here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere everywhere else, everyone's like, oh, that was Carson Wentz's season because he had you guys at 11 and all or whatever. I'm very much convinced if Carson Wentz didn't get injured, we still wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel like it very much had to do with Nick Foles because, yeah, I mean, uh, even afterwards, the coach we had, the shout out to uh, Doug Peterson, the coach we had, once he get, once he started sitting, Carson Wentz and started playing Hurts and other we was doing good. It was Carson, man. Yep. It was Carson. But we well, you, could, you guys should have won a long time ago, especially with McNabb. You, you've had plenty of chance. You had McNabb, Michael Vick, and even Randall Cunningham. He's like the all-time great eagle right there. We had Terrell Owens, man. We had Terrell yeah, Owens, McNabb. We had Terrell Owens and McNabb, and we couldn't win a Super Bowl. That's a, that's a stab right there. Yeah, it is. I don't even want to talk about that, man. I don't even want to talk about that, because there's no way in hell they, should, they were supposed to let T.O. go. That shit was crazy. That was crazy. They, they were supposed to do a... a, a what my man say, uh, Nick Sai, who's, si, who's the, the owner of the, the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, Sai, yeah. Sai, they should have did the, the, what Sai did to Durant. Like, no, nah, you, you, know, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what they should have did. They should have, but they didn't. 
the craziness. They, they let we, him walk. We good now. AJ Brown, you know what I mean? Devont, we, we looking good, though. Yeah, you're getting better. Yeah, we looking good. We're going we gonna to do good this year. We definitely going to be better than the bum-ass Cowboys. So, yeah. it's cool <laughs> And the Giants, too, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Danny think so. Dimes. Yeah, I think so. G-War, I see it on your shirt. Tell me about your, you're already expanding the brand here. Got your own apparel line? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely got a, got a brand, you know what I mean? Definitely got a brand and, and move out. So shirts is definitely being made. Shirts is definitely being stockpiled. I'm about to make a lot of different moves and around. I'm going actually going to Atlanta in September, making some moves down there. So definitely moving around. Definitely got to stockpile and, and get your branding up. It's all part of the music business, man. Keyword business. That's the key word right there. What are some things you're looking to accomplish for the rest of the year here? I only know there's only like four or five months left but of 2022, but what are you looking to accomplish before we hit the new year and we start making those new year's resolutions? Well, I'm shooting, I'm actually about to shoot a, a video for my EP, Smoke Talk. Uh, it's probably going to be king shit. And um, I don't know, it, my EP is, is beginning so much great feedback. Everybody telling me they love every song. They love this song. They love that song. So I'm kind of still debating on whether, which video I want to do, but it'd probably be king shit. Shout out to my man, KOG, who's actually on the track. Um, but after that, in November, I plan on dropping the EP called Smooth Theory for y'all. Um, definitely going to be some nighttime ride-around vibes. We need that. We definitely need that. Everything ain't got to be drill. No, you know, <laughs> we need those nighttime vibes. And tell me the name behind, the meaning behind your name, G-War, because we know it's G-Warrior for long, but how did you get that rap name? Um... That's very simple. So growing up, I got a, my family is, 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 is very much scattered. A good part of it, like my mother, my aunts, they grew up in the, I mean, they brought me up in the church. We grew up in the church and told to follow God, stick to the Bible, this, that, and the third. At the same time, I'm in Philly and my homies and the hella cousins that I got, most of them, we in, they in the streets with it. You know what I mean? So, and they like, you follow the street codes. I mean, you out here in the streets, you gotta be a warrior. You gotta be a soldier out here. So you get that mix of the mentalities of being in the streets with Philly and learning the Bible and the ways that, you know what I mean? That wants you to do the religious, you get God's word. It's a mixture. Somewhat of, uh, I think kind of the, the mentality and the mixture that was going on with DMX, which is why he'd shoot you and then start praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's a little, it's a, it's a little mixture in there. Rest in peace to DMX, one of the greats to do it. Rest in peace Move to Fairies on the way here. Anything else you want to let the audience know, your fans and listeners that you have coming up that you want to announce as well? Yeah, make sure y'all go get that Smoke Talk EP, man. It's going crazy. Streams going up. Streams going crazy. Make sure I go get that. Five for five. Straight fire. More heat coming. More videos coming. Crazy. Make sure y'all keep... Stay tuned for everything that I got coming because I'm going to not stop dropping hits. Straight shit like that. Make sure y'all check out DJ Mad Max Sports Talk. You know what I mean? I appreciate that, man. And, and know what you do. After this interview, send me a picture so I can get your stuff promoted. And I'm going to put it up on my YouTube with the thumbnail and everything because I, I didn't have any photos. So I didn't have anything to make. I didn't wasn't sure what photo you wanted me to use. I make sure everything is approved beforehand. So... Send me a photo afterwards and, you know, which one you want me to use for the thumbnail and promotion. 
Oh, say less, say less. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give you the smoke talk EP cover. I'm gonna send that right to you. Oh, I appreciate that. Facts, facts. All right, G War, let them know where they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Oh yeah, you can find me on Instagram, G.War, G-D-O-T-W-A-R-R. And that's all social media platforms, G.War, G-D-O-T-W-A-R-R. If you want some real bars and some good music, come fuck with me. That's right. You heard it first here from G-War. G-War, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Shout out to Al Nice. Anytime you need any promo, just let me know. You're good with me, man. Anytime you need to be on the show, promote any new music you got. Rose Carl. Hey, hey, Mad Mag, what, 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 part of, what part of New York you from? I'm from Connecticut originally, but I'm... Oh, yeah? I, I consider myself uh, a person who lived in Queens because I went to St. John's for four years and graduated, so... Okay, shout out to Queens, too. I got ties with Queens. Shout out to my man, 03. I need to go down to Queens and start, you know I mean, rapping with them. Absolutely. No, that's, that's the place right there in New York. Yeah. Important borough for hip-hop, for sure. Facts. A lot of big names came from Queens. Shout out to Queens, man. Queens. Well, one, of the, one of the best to do it, man. G-War, Queens enjoy the rest of your night, man. Take care and stay safe, all right? Yeah. Philly, what's up? Peace out, man. Peace War. to Philly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Of course, it. man. Anytime. Yeah.